Hi there, and welcome to the Man in the Van podcast, your regular audio drive time companion, where our main aim is education through a conversation. Through our conversations, delve deep into all things related to the tradesperson contracting community, from news to education to industry happenings, helping you do better business while building a better and improved South African tradesmen and women contracting community. Thanks for tuning in. Let's start the conversation. A warm welcome to our audience. My name is Willem Tilpe. I am your host. And in this episode, we welcome back Mr. Janine, the mayor of the Roofing Academy, and Mr. Peter Lewitz of Prava, or alternatively known as the Professional Roof Repair and Waterproofing Association, to gain a better understanding of these two entities and the fact that waterproofing and roofing industry, uh, or the waterproofing and roofing industry uh, and the plumbing industry are actually well intertwined and that they impact and supplement each other. Um, Janine, warm welcome to you, or welcome back to you, and Peter, warm, warm welcome back to you as well. well thank, thank you, Peter. Thank you very much for the uh, return invite. I think it's uh, great to be back. Mm. And six months since we last uh, joined you. Yeah, for sure. Just before we give our guests the opportunity to introduce themselves, have a listen to this. We'd like to remind our audience that this episode is proudly brought to you by Articulated Plumber. Are you a tradesperson or a trading company that is looking for a platform to market your services? Let Articulated speed up the process for you. You can use our podcast to sell your services. Email us for a quote at organizer at articulated.co.za. You can also visit our website at www.articulated.co.za. So a lot has happened in, in, in the meantime, and I think this is where we're going to pick up where we left off with the uh, with the previous podcast that we had with you. And just a, a brief reminder, again, uh, as I mentioned in the introduction to this episode, to our audience, uh, if you're listening out there, uh, you may be wondering why we're talking to people from the waterproofing industry. It is because the plumbing sector and the roofing sector are well intertwined. I mean, uh, plumbers always get into roofs uh, when they do giza installations or for that matter you know solar panels and solar geysers at the top of a roof so they always have something to do with roofs um and hence this this podcast so um, i'm looking forward to the chat that we're going to have today like you said uh get into the roof well sometimes you have to enter the roof from the top you have to lift off the um, the, the, the tiles and that can cause a leak afterwards uh-huh. so it's good for you guys to know how to do it properly and how to return the tile so that you don't cause damage to the um, customer's property. Absolutely. Absolutely, Peter. All right. So in our previous podcast, we discussed who and what Prava is, as well as how it interlinks with the plumbing sector. We just mentioned that very briefly and very slightly again now in the introduction. Um, but please uh, do do just remind our audience again of who and what Prava is and, and who they aim to, to reach uh, Prova, we last time ended off the program by mentioning it's a non-profit organization. So please note that is very important. And it's called Professional uh, Roof Repair and Waterproofing Association. The idea there is to involve the public so that they know, listen, if I want to get a waterproofer, look out for the, the Prova accredited person. And... We aim to have all the individual waterproofers to join up and then go through a control mechanism so that you can offer the customer a ease of mind 
job satisfaction. And I think that is the main idea of PROVA. And then PROVA is also then planning to become a regulatory body, just as what uh, you have in the uh, plumbing industry, where all the members will have certain criteria and standards that they have to work according. So uh-huh. that is the idea for PROVA and the public out there. And also um, the building industry as such, uh, also for body corporates. Bigger businesses. It's not for the homeowner only. It is a all-over service to the property owner. Exactly. It's not. It's not only homes that have roofs. You know, any other building for that matter will always have a roof. So, I I just want to ask again quickly. You did mention now, uh, Peter, that uh, Prava is there for the individual, uh, and it's mainly the individuals that register with Prava. Um, but let's have a look at, uh, uh, just remind us of those designations, uh, this registration designations. Yeah, I think that would uh, fall back to uh, to the academy side where these people get this in, um, uh, training. But the designations offered by Prava as such, which at this stage we have three levels. It is the waterproofing applicator, which is the entry level. Uh, with time, there will be more levels developing. Then the mid-level would be the licensed uh, waterproofer, uh, applicator again. And these are the guys that you normally would deal with. Mm. And then the person that's got the highest qualification would be the master waterproofing applicator. And he would be the guy that eventually sign off a typical um, uh, certificate of compliance. So those are the current three levels that we have, and that is what we have applied for with uh, SACWA and QCTO. But I think Janine will expand a little bit on those items for us. Okay. Just before we get there, Janine and, and, and Peter, I want to ask quickly, what does data indicate about uh, you know, how, how many potential waterproofers uh, are there in the country? If you look at the companies alone, um, Janine can maybe correct me there, but I think we've got a base of more than 4,000 possible companies that can uh, be approached to to become members. And what we have done so far, we have identified from various sources and lists about 2,200, I think, which we have addresses and contact detail. Okay. And the main idea is to approach these people in person. Okay. And explain to them what is the idea of Prova, what is the benefits of becoming a member of Prova, and uh, that would lead. I think last time I mentioned fourteen, fifteen thousand possible applicators that is working out there, mm. and that is the main aim. I mentioned in the intro that the individual is the person that needs mm. to get the training. And again, it, it all comes back to the fact that this can be or is a professional career. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm not even elaborating. I think I mentioned that very clear last time, comparing it with a professional like a doctor, an attorney, mm. architects. There's a lot of professions, white-collar people, and that's a profession. No. Mm. We as plumbers, we as uh, roofers, we as electricians, we are also a profession because we are specialists on our field. Mm. That's the idea. What is the link between Prava and the Roofing Academy? So, Willem, what happened is when we started looking at going towards the professional body status, we, we were, 
will we know that there's criteria that they have to comply with to get awarded the designation? And for a waterproofer, there isn't really a qualification previously. So there was never a previous qualification. So the two entities got together and they sat down and they discussed this and they went through it. And between the academy and Prava, they came up with a criteria, one of which being for your entry level, your applicator, you would need to then have the baseline of the qualification in waterproofing. So obviously, we then have this relationship working towards a dual goal. They are both separate entities. They do not work together. They are separate as as the way it should be. Mm-hmm. But currently, the academy is the only only institute in South Africa that offers a qualification. And it's actually just awesome to know because, I mean, if things have to be done in a specific way and according to a specific way to ensure quality, um, um, health and safety for that matter, safety for the consumer, you know, it's just not It's not just anybody who can walk in and say, hey, uh, you know, I can put tiles together and I can ensure that it's waterproof and those kind of things without having the correct knowledge Absolutely. about it. Hence the fact that a, an, a training academy has been has been established to ensure that at the end of the day, they work according to set uh, regulations and set standards for that matter, um, obtain the correct qualification and knowledge for their trade and go out and work as professionals, as we said with Peter earlier on. Go out and work as professionals and ensure quality services to the customer. You know, I, I think in, in the waterproofing industry as well as the plumbing industry, we have the same problem to some extent, is that every person on the side of the road says that they are plumber mm. or they are waterproofer or an electrician or mm. what, what, whatever trade you might think of. And unfortunately, the consume, consumers do use those people. Mm. They do. We, we know that they do. Obviously, on the plumbing side, they're not going to get a COC for the work. Mm. And nine times out of ten, they're going to have stuff standard materials, mm. which is the same thing that happens in the waterproofing industry. So the people that they pick up on the side of the road is going to go into the hardware store. They're going to go buy that cheap products off the shelf mm. there and they're going to do the wrong application for the problems that the people have, not solving the problem. So the people are going to choose those people obviously because they're cheaper. Yeah. But in the long run, it ends up costing more. Exactly. Because somebody's got to go back and fix it. <laughs> there's a, I, had a, I had a podcast with a plumber just the other day who said to me, Willem, you know what, there's, no, there's nothing more expensive uh, than using a cheap plumber <laughs> because somebody is going to go back and, and, and redo that work the end of the day. Um, and I think it's true what you just said. Now, it applies to the roofing industry as well and the waterproofing industry as well. Just before we continue the conversation, have a listen to this. Introducing the Plumbing Industry Registration Board Company Registration Portal. Now you can register your company to have access to more benefits, including purchasing and allocating certificates of compliance to your PRB registered employees. Visit www.pirb.co.za to find out more information. Plumber training has never been easier with articulated plumber courses. Enroll now to upskill yourself at your own pace and earn CPD points. Our informative and easy-to-follow courses can be found on iopsitraining.co.za. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Articulated Plumber. We did mention that uh, you we had a podcast with you in the past, and there has been uh, some some going ons since we've had our last podcast. Just give us a little bit of an update of what has been going on, um, specifically at Prava since our, our, our previous podcast. Yeah, um, unfortunately, COVID nineteen is not playing the game too well with us. 
uh, it's very difficult to get appointments and go speak to people. So you're going to have to make use of the social media and ways of contacting people via Instagram or Facebook. Uh, the, the best uh, marketing material at the moment is going through those uh, mentioned uh, sources. Mm. But uh, unfortunately, you always in any profession, you have people who's not um, working according to requirements and we had to get rid of a few of the names that we had on our list the previous time where people are not doing the job the right way and on approaching them, they're not willing to, to uh, adhere to our recommendations. So we did lose a few. Yeah. I'm not going to mention how many, but the current companies on register standing on 200, no, sorry, current companies is on 64, uh, of which Janine just on the way here mentioned that she joined uh, another person who joined yesterday. So glad, glad, 65, we've, we've got it. And then individual members on the, t uh, on the list, we have 236. And she just earlier on mentioned that there's more people applying. And I know they've done a course a week or two ago and the class was very happy with the results and with the outcome, but the company indicated that he would love to join Prava uh, as a company. Mm. And then, Janine, I don't know how many individual members they would have. Uh, maybe you can just tell us how many people you had in your class. Well, the class I had last week had 12 individuals in it. So the chances of them applying to become uh, members uh, is there. Mm. So it's, it's, like I say, it's difficult to to predict what is going to happen, but well, there is definite movement. I am so excited about what's happening because, yes, granted, I had that break in July when I had to postpone all my training, 100%. That happened. We, we live with that. It was a lockdown regulation. But over and above that, I'm having at least one to two classes per month. That's all. We are looking at about 12 people, sometimes mm. less, nothing less than 10 people, mm. five people per class. And, yes, guys, there's been plumbers too. Right, I've had plumbers come through my class. To there we go. <laughs> so I'm excited. I'm really excited about where we go. We've got big plans, big things are coming. You know, we, we're motivated about this training that we're doing. And the guys are seeing the benefit. They're getting the benefit of what they're learning in the classroom. Yeah, Janine, you mentioned the plumbers. Um, obviously, they're not doing the full course. They are doing specific modules. Am I right with that? Well, not just the plumbers, but anybody at the moment. So if somebody phones and, and they're interested in doing the tile roof, for example, I'm not going to tell them you can only do it if you do the full course. No, I will I will allocate you for just a tile roof mm. course mm. or for the heat fuse course or whatever the case may be. But they need to know that if they do not complete all the modules, they don't get the qualification. They just get the unit standards. Mm. Which is actually quite nice. That's actually quite nice. I mean, uh, I mean, certain tradespeople wouldn't necessarily need that full qualification within another trade. Yes. But as long as they have some form of knowledge about, you know, the another trade that actually interlinks with their own. I mean, we did mention it and, and, and we did mention it in the previous podcast. We mentioned it earlier in this podcast that the plumbing sector and the plumbing industry, for, for one example, there's a definite link between the roofing industry and the waterproofing industry and plumbing. Because, uh, Peter, you mentioned it. Plumbers climb into roofs when they install geysers or repair geysers for that matter. Um, they climb on top of roofs, they move the tiles, they, and it, and it can affect their work, can affect 
you know, the waterproofing of the roof, um, leaks, if they don't know what they're doing, it can lead to leaks, which can damage ceilings and cause damage and, and, and extra expenses and costs for the consumer. So it's good. It's a good thing to know that plumbers can also, and people from other trades can also attend these courses, that they don't, don't need to do the full course because they don't need that full qualification for another trade. But it's actually good to know that they can obtain that extra additional information. Well, Willem, as you know, we, we're busy working on the, what did I call it last time, how to fix what I broke. Mm. It's still going to get a proper name. Mm. But what I want to ask to those that listen, you know what, if you experience something and it happens to you and you want to know how to fix it, send me an email mm. so I know what everybody's concerns are. Uh-huh. Because we don't just want to do it from our perspective now because we're talking from a roofing, roofing yes. perspective. So the other trades, any other trades, plumbing, electrical, whatever it may be, if they have got something that they've experienced and they would like to know how, mm. please send us an email, give us the question, and we can incorporate it into their training. Exactly. Exactly. What a great idea. Can I come in on that? Um, currently, uh, we had a meeting with an organization, I think they called, uh, you can maybe help me on the name there, Was it uh, where we're going to get a uh, app developed. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not so sure what the company is it's called. Articulate. Is it, is it under the Articulate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, where there's an app that's been developed, um, which will possibly be introduced by the, at the latest by the end of September, where people will then be accessible to having questions like uh, Janine just mentioned, mm. where they can approach a little magazine that will be available where items like that would be discussed. But she just mentioned... Uh, plumbers and waterproofers. Uh, I want to bring in the the solar uh, installators, uh, the electrical people. Mm. Those are trades that really intertwine with all three, uh, the other um, members in in this little group. Mm. Just four items, four little people that we are mentioning. And the installator comes in there and he does a solar. Mm. But he needs the plumber there to, to link up these things. Exactly. He needs the electrician to sign off that the electrical con- connections there are correct. Mm. The plumber must, uh, the, the uh, waterproofer must come and make sure that they didn't damage his previously prepared. So it's a, a big intertwine, not between only those two, mm. but in the building industry in, in the whole. Yeah. Everyone involved must be updated with the, the work of the other. Absolutely. I agree with that. People don't realize that people of the different trades, uh, they are not isolated in their different trades. Their trades overlap each other and their trades are, like you said, I like the word that you used, intertwined with each other. And and, and especially the examples that you've given, Peter, um, I absolutely agree with that. Let me just quickly clarify. So we've entered into negotiations about the app. Mm-hmm. Um, and we getting to the point now of the go-ahead. So development is starting in September. So we're not sure yet of the end date of when the application or the app will be available, but we will keep everybody updated. But it remains an exciting uh, event. It remains uh, something exciting to look forward to, um, um, especially the fact that now you can actually interact with uh, on another level and a different platform with your members and with other interested parties. Like you mentioned, Peter, Peter, that people from other trades can now also go onto that app uh, and then log their concerns, log their questions on there, and, and that will come through to you through your app. 
And in that way, you can even interact not from not only with people from your own trade and your own industry, but also from from other yes. trades or with uh, from other trades and other industries. Um, so yeah, that's that's quite an exciting event that's coming up. As long as we're moving forward and not stagnating, <laughs> yeah, there's going to be progress. Yeah, yeah, and and hence this podcast because there has been progress. Yes. There has been things happening since the six months that we've had a podcast with you uh, previously. Um, and yeah, I think that the wheels will just keep on turning and, and, and progress will just be continued to make. I mean, Rome isn't built in a day or it wasn't built in a day for that matter. Um, yeah, no, definitely there's, there's, there's some great and exciting things to look forward to. And another thing that we're going to be doing, Vernon, just for interest sake, is we're going to start launching um, industry days. Now, I know, I know you guys have roadshows and things also, but what we're going to have is it's going to be an industry day with somebody from the industry, so it could be ceilings, it could be a product that's applied, whatever. So we're going to have these industry days that we're going to open up, mm. that anybody can come to and come and have a look and come and get specific knowledge on A, whatever X may be that mm. they need knowledge on. Again, I think about just getting back to plumbing. I mean, how often do you hear that a geyser has burst or a pipe and a roof perhaps have burst and it has affected the ceiling? Yes. Um, and, and again, it's a good thing for the other industries to know if they if they approach the the roofing industry who actually specializes in this field and get the correct knowledge from them. Awesome. Um, you call them roadshows? Or? We're calling them industry days. Industry so days. It's an industry day. And I think we're looking at having our first one towards the end of September. And and where do you think you'll be hosting these? Is it, this is it, is first one that we're looking at, we're looking at, and I can't go into too many details now because uh -huh. it's not finalized yet, but the venue is probably going to be in Germiston. Okay. Um, and this one we're looking at doing specifically on the ceiling side. Okay. So once, once I can let go of the details and everything has been signed and sealed, hmm. then I will make it general knowledge for everybody. I'll also ask our officer to circulate it to, to their for members. Sure. For sure. Just before we continue the conversation, have a listen to this. Don't forget to download the all-new and improved App Plumber from the Google Play Store. All your plumbing solutions are just a click away, exclusively for Android users. To the Life Giver, the forever lasting incubator, the heartbeat of many homes and the queen of humanity. To the mothers, wives, girlfriends, sisters and aunts, on this Women's Month, we wish to honor you for all your endless contributions. You are more than worthy. You are a reflection of greatness. You are power behind all our proud plumbers. Happy Women's Month to you. All right. So let's talk about how we've now said that, that people from different industries can actually sort of get together and, and put their heads together because they, their industries and their trades actually intertwine. How should contractors work together and, and, and what should they understand of each other's responsibilities? Let's look at plumbers, electricians, waterproofers, roofers. You know, the, the most, villain, the most important thing is respect for each other, mm. obviously. Okay. So, we as waterproofers don't know how plumbers work. Mm. So it's, it's not in our scope at all to question what you do. You know, you need to do what you need to do. Mm. The only place that we can come in and have comments about is what you're doing to our waterproofing mm. or to the customer's waterproofing. Mm. And that's where, that's where a meeting of minds should be. 
So if a, if a plumber or an electrician or a DSTV installer or whoever has a question about something to do with the waterproofing something, please phone us. Mm. Speak to us. We're not monsters. <laughs> you know, we're not going to fight with you. We'll help you. <laughs> you are professionals in your trade as well. Yes. Like plumbers are. Yes. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, it's that respect across the board. Yeah. It, you refer to the waterproofing aspect of, of working with roofs and, and the plumbers can affect that. Their work can affect that or negatively impact that. Um, and that again, waterproofing has uh, warranties or guarantees to it. And if, if another tradesperson sort of affects that, then it can affect the guarantee that the plumber... Uh, that the, Exactly. And, and that's one of the other things, Res- besides the respect that people should have for the, for the other person's trade, it's also things, small things like that that they should know about. But you know, you know Willem, let me also not put all the blame on plumbers, because yeah, we as oh, waterproofers, so we as mm. waterproofers sometimes mess up other trades applications. Mm. I mean, we've had it that we go and do a client's roof and the guys mess up the DSTV installation. <laughs> Example, you know, yeah. they're busy doing their work. Yeah, it's yeah. easy to just they don't bump know the difference. Exactly. You know, they don't yeah. know the difference. So there again, we work hand in hand and we get hold of somebody that does it to please come and help us. Yeah. You know, so, so we need to consider each other. At the end of the day, if you walk uh, away from a job, if you feel proud of what you've done, you've done a good job. Proud mm. and pride of success that I've uh, performed on, on a specific job, Right. So we've mentioned that um, the exciting aspect and the interesting aspect of the fact that people from other trades can also do bits and parts of your training courses. So let's say I know for a fact that people are going to be interested after this podcast. Where and how can people get hold of respectively Prava and the Roofing Academy? Prava, the office, the main office is in Rodeport on Mondekas Road. And if you want to contact us uh, via the social media, uh, the web address is info at prava, P-R-A-W-A dot org dot Z-A. And you can phone us on the telephone number 010-210-710-7315. Just that number again, please. Repeat. 010 210 7315. The Roofing Academy? The Roofing Academy, we're situated on the same premises. Uh huh. Okay. Um, the Roofing Academy's contact number is 011 760 2788. Email address info at roofingacademy.co.za. We also do have a Facebook page. Uh huh. We do have a Instagram platform. So they're welcome to get hold of us on any of those platforms. Awesome. Awesome. Peter, Janine, once again, thanks, Stack, for having joined me in this conversation. Again, for the information that you've shared with us and just highlighting that fact and, and reiterating the fact of how different trades and different industries are intertwined and actually interdependent on each other um, and how welcoming your industry is, similar to the plumbing industry, how welcome it is to interact with the other industries and the other trades um, so that people can put heads together in, in, at the end of the day, ensuring that the best is delivered to the customer. So again, thanks, Stack. Thank you. And thank you very much for having us, Philip. Yeah, thank you for having us here. And hopefully uh, we can join you again soon.
Yeah, for sure. Maybe uh, quicker than six months, <laughs> but whatever, whatever we can uh, share with the public, we will come join you to do that. Fantastic. Absolutely. And once again, thanks to the audience for having tuned in and listened to this episode. We'll see you again next time. Just before we say goodbye, have a listen to this. We'd like to encourage our audience to follow Articulated Plumber on Instagram and Facebook, not only to find out more about the Man in the Van podcast, but also to learn more about any exciting and interesting news that we may have. Our handle on both Instagram and Facebook is Articulated Plumber. Finally, it's time to switch off this engine. Cheerio! Man in the Van podcast, your regular audio drive time companion. 